Hi, I'm Tommy from What The Creator, and I have a very special guest here today. I met her through work. Tammy, how you doing? Hey, I'm great, Tommy. How are you? I am really excited. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm just brimming <laughs> with excitement. <laughs> I said, why we sound Tam- like two newscasters? <laughs> Hi, Tommy. How, Tammy? How are you? It's it's Sunday, 7 a.m. <laughs> the weather is going to be <laughs> ice cold outside. It is actually pretty cold. It is. I hate it. I took my dog out just not right before I came upstairs mm-hmm. to finish setting up. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's freezing. I was just wearing my T-shirt and my jeans. So I'm like, oh, I need socks and jackets and stuff. Right. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm so ready for this weather to be over. I swear I've been sick three times in the last, like, three months. And I'm so over it. I'm so over this weather. It's gross. Yes. I'm. <laughs> I am ready for warm weather. <laughs> not like hot, but warm, warm like a nice warm, right. 70s, 80s. Not this, not this. Uh, not nuclear heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This global warming. Um, yeah. Just all the signs of global, global warming. I don't want to deal with in the summer. I don't. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't want short summers and long winters. Oh, <sighs> Well, Tammy, why don't you uh, tell us a little about yourself? Okay. Um, Hi, my name is Tammy. I am the host, producer, writer for That's My Jam podcast. I am a music um, review, album review uh, podcast. I also talk about a little bit of pop culture stuff or just whatever I want that that particular day. Um, We, well, we... Uh, I upload bi-weekly. That's my bi-weekly schedule. Um, I am on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right now. Eventually, I'll probably upload to other uh, platforms. But right now, it's just Spotify and Apple. Um, If you like uh, anything involving um, music and album reviews, I'm not Fantano. I'm not the rap critic. I'm not Todd in the Shadows. But what you get is a really fun and unique way of talking about music from somebody without a music degree. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to say, I I really enjoy the way you describe like albums and just whatever you're listening or talking about, the way you describe it is such a good way to me. Thank you. Thank you. I try to when I describe a certain album, I don't or I describe a certain song, I can't give you all the technical um, vocabulary for, oh, the the tone sounds this way or the hi-hats is this way or whatever. All I can really describe is what it feels like and what it makes me think of when I'm listening to that particular song or album to kind of just put my listeners in a place like, okay, this is what she's talking about. And, uh, what would you say is your favorite episode you've done so far? Oh my god, that is so <laughs> that is so hard. All the episodes are my babies for for uh, a particular reason. Um, I think the first one that comes off at the top of my head um, was probably the Katranata Bubba episode. Just because I really enjoyed how I ended up describing the album as a sort of uh, Afro-futuristic dance party in the back alleyways of Venus in like 
2035. And that was just the That's perfect a- description. Um, I was, cause I had been listening to that album over and over and over again. I'm like, I yeah. love it too much. I love it. So that was probably one of my favorites to, um, to do. That's exactly why I listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I got to listen to this now. It sounds amazing. And I did like it. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. That's, it was that's why I enjoy your podcast. <laughs> and I got to say, my my most entertaining episode of yours that I listened to was the one where you were talking about that event down in Atlanta. Why can't I think of the name? It was in the 90s, I think. Everyone was acting oh, crazy. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, you're talking about Freaknik. Yeah, Freaknik. Yeah. That, that is such a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Oh my gosh. And you know, they still have not updated to see whether or not that... Um, Oh, it says recording error, error, opening, open the recording tab. Oh, it looks like it's working on uh, my, and I can hear you and see you still. Okay. I'm not sure what that, what that's about. Hopefully it's not anything on my end. You can still hear me, right? Yeah. I hear you. I see you. Okay, good. Uh, What was I saying? Uh, we're talking about Freaknik. Yeah, so Freaknik, they still, because um, Jermaine Dupri was supposed to be like one of the like executive producers or writers for for the documentary or whatever. There's still no updates. People had ro- rose such an uproar that all talks of this documentary is kaput. So, I'm, oh man, so I don't think we're ever gonna get this Freaknik uh, documentary. I remember there was a lot of talk about it. So after you mentioned it, I looked into it myself a little. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is huge. Oh, it's wild. Wild. <laughs> and I saw all the memes too. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all going to see your parents on there and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of people were were upset. They, they did not want to feel exposed. And I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of parents who was probably exposed during... Uh, Woodstock '99 during that documentary and stuff like that. What's what's the difference if what's going on with Freaknik or whatever? So it, it's it was very telling at the reactions. There was some parents, some you know people that were there was like, I'm not bothered. <laughs> I had a great time. And then there was others that was completely like, No, I am a church deacon now. I can't be featured on here now. <laughs> I'm a pastor. Right. I'm a pastor. I work at a corporate office. I to, the chances of whatever whatever videos that they have, more than likely it's not going to show like even half, half of what went on. So, right. <laughs> and then also, too, it does have a bit of a trouble pass, which is why it ended in the first place. So nobody wants to go into <laughs> those details. <laughs> right. Uh, what would you say inspired you to start a podcast? This was years in the works. Um, I was I loved music anyways. I grew up with you know, a crap ton of music. My dad had all kind of eight tracks, all kind of uh, records and stuff like that. I specifically specifically remember he had a uh, Michael Jackson album that had not been opened and he had it for the longest time. Um, I have a radio system now that was similar to his when I grew up. 
Um, my mom listened to crazy amount of hip, uh, old school hip hop, crazy amount of R&B, 90s R&B. So I grew up a lot of stuff. My dad listened to a lot of like 80s pop and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I grew up with that. And I also have a younger sister who, who me and her, we talk about music all the time. I call her the digital uh, crate digger because anything you want to know, <laughs> anything you want to know about a particular artist, she done found some deep web stuff, you know, involving old catalogs. Like she found old mixtapes of Drake and stuff like that that you can't even find anymore. Um, so I was great. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was greatly inspired by that. But my own my own reason for doing it was basically like uh, this particular podcast. Um, I had three versions. So I did YouTube and I had uh, this and that because I didn't know what to call it. I changed it from this and that to the hive because I wanted to be sort of a collective thing or whatever. But then I couldn't really make that happen. But I had a lot of great videos come from the hive and stuff like that. And then I took a really long hiatus. And then I said, I'm going to do this one more time and I'm going to see if I can actually make something out of this and think of it more of a hobby than um, just this is, you know, this is what I do every week or bi-weekly or whatever when I'm not doing anything else. And that's how That's My Jam came about because my mom, you know, whenever she heard a song come on, she'd be like, that's my jam, turn it up. And so I was just like, I'm going to call it That's My Jam. Um, but it was just really more so of a avenue for me to express myself and stuff like that and to talk about the type of music that I wanted to talk about and to hopefully find a group of people that also listen to the same exact music. So some of the music I listen to, it's a little, uh, and I've been told that my music tastes are weird, that it's a little out there, it's very underground and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to be an edge lord or anything like that. But <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be like, you know, my yeah. taste in music is more sophisticated than somebody else. Like, no, everybody has their reason right. for that. The reason why they like this particular type of music or whatever. But here's something that right. I think you might enjoy. Um, so it was really just an avenue for expression and an avenue to talk about the things that I like and hopefully find those same people um, that also like it or who have never heard of a particular album or who want something fresh and new to listen to outside of what they normally listen to. Yeah, that that was me. I've never heard of some of those uh, albums you reviewed, and now I like them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you asked me what was my, um, what was my favorite album review to do. Um, Kate Trinado was one of them. The other one was uh, Attack Hack, um, his self-titled album, the one that nearly got yeeted off of the universe if somebody hadn't have found it in the heats of some part of Africa. <laughs> oh, wow. That was one of my favorites to do also because that one was just a miracle to talk about. Now, I really have to commend you because I don't know if I could do it. You are a solo host on your podcast. Yes. What, what would you say is the most difficult part of hosting a podcast for you personally? Oh, my gosh. Um, I would say it was 
Probably because I do the album review podcast, it is especially difficult for me to, um, between work and everything else, it's very difficult for me to take time out to sort of do all the research that I want to do. I listen to the album like five or six times during a week in order to feel, you know, I take personal notes in my head because I can't take personal notes on my phone um, about what I'm listening to and stuff like that. And then I do research, you know, on the artists themselves or whatever. So finding time to do it and then actually, you know, putting it in a time frame that is reasonable. Um, cause I try to keep it, you know, between 15 to 30 minutes for, a, for an episode or whatever, because I know my listeners ain't got time and I don't got time either. Um, that's probably one of the most difficult things is just finding the time to write good stuff, good material, and just to sound natural um, while still, yeah. you know, making sure that the overall, my overall ideas are getting out there. Yeah. Um, that's um, probably one of the most difficult. I would, I would definitely say it would be nice to have like assistance, but again, I'm very I'm kind of, I won't say I'm a control freak, but I'm like, okay, this is how I want to sound. So I want that control. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that is the good thing. Cause you can, you control everything. Yeah. You're in charge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the HBIC. <laughs> like nobody else. <laughs> Right, you have to answer to yourself. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, why didn't you do this? I don't know. It's just a mirror in my hand. <laughs> like, you were supposed to upload last what week. Reason? What happened? <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Do better. <laughs> what would, what would you say is your favorite uh, part about podcasting? Oh my gosh, when it's done and uploaded, and I can just. I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I go back and listen to episodes or whatever, just to see how it comes across on a certain platform or whatever. And sometimes I laugh at myself a little bit. I'm like, that was funny. I, you laugh at your own geniusness sometimes. Right. You're like, write that down. Right. Like, That's good. That's good material. Good stuff. <laughs> Like, oh, that's good. That's good. Do that again. Or, you know, I just like to listen to uh, the how it flows, um, flows, you know, on an episode or whatever. And I'm like, OK, I might not do this again, but I want to try this again. Or I may want to switch back and forth between mics a couple of episodes. So it's just me really analyzing the end result of everything. What would you say to someone that would like to start podcasting? What would you, any advice for them? I always tell people to just try it and you don't need uh, all the fancy equipment. It's great if you can, if you can afford it. But I am literally working with a Chromebook, a laugh mic. I have one good mic or whatever over there, but it doesn't always work for this particular computer. Um, and just a good pair of headphones. And if you have a great idea, then show it off. I will never... Tell somebody like, uh, well, you know, it's really hard. I'm not going to discourage you from doing it. I say, everybody try and see if you like it because some people are on camera people and then some people are just audio people. I'm very much um, an audio person because I don't have to worry about visuals. <laughs> I don't have yeah. to, I don't have to worry about putting a t-shirt on. <laughs> for, yeah, this, for is, this. this is literally my first video. Yeah, so I know yeah. what you mean. 
when I was like downstairs in the bathroom, I'm like, hmm, making sure. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, right. yes. Like, <laughs> let me make sure. Like I even put my hair up, you know. I put my hair up. I was like, okay, let me put my earrings in. So one of my nails broke off or whatever. I just I just put that sucker right back on there. Somebody might see these nice. hands. <laughs> right. They look great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, the t-shirt is rad. Oh my gosh. I might, I might get one. Oh, thank, <laughs> you. thank you very much. I'll show it to the people out there. Yeah. This is my new shirt, actually. I just, I just released it last week. You just released it last week? Where is it available yep. to purchase? Because I might want to get one. Uh, CthulhuRises.com. Oh my God. Yep. I'll have to send you, I'll send you the website after the, uh, video maybe okay. I, I can even post it in the show notes after the yeah, when i yeah, upload it on no, youtube because I'm, I'm pretty sure people will love this have like a movie monster shirt you know cthulhu doesn't yes. get featured that often like it's talked about in movies but like you don't really see cthulhu in movies <laughs> have you seen lovecraft country on hbo I've seen i think a, it was hbo i've Stars, seen maybe? a couple of episodes i've seen a couple of episodes it's so good um that was one of the better like Lovecraft things really? I've seen in recent. Yeah, and and the Cthulhu is on there technically, but he's just in his like dream, like his psycho dream he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> but it was cool to see him on TV. <laughs> I mean, Cthulhu is presented the same way, you know, H.P. Lovecraft imagined it, where it's just this mysterious thing that people are afraid of and they can't describe the side of it and it's just you know it's, it's very secretive like oh there's Cthulhu <laughs> yeah I love it he's he's so good at uh, cosmic horror yeah yeah no and I'm not, I can't pronounce that word good I feel like horror, horror. Is, that, is that how you say it horror, horror. there we go yeah that sounds horror. good <laughs> But some people might think I'm saying the other thing. And I'm like, no, I said horror. I That's what it sounds like in my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough about me, Tammy. Uh, what are you, you got any, like, can you give us a sneak peek of any projects you're working on? Oh, my goodness. So as of right now, um, I'm just trying to keep up with just uploading bi-weekly episodes. So next week coming up, I do have a new episode coming out. Um, I am doing a review of uh, this art- artist name, I think is Aswab. I'm, I gotta figure out how to pronounce his name correctly, but um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, reggae dub albums and stuff like that uh, stuff like that like i really like old school reggae and stuff like that and i just found this one on the fly on spotify um this artist named Os- oswab um and he has this one particular album where it's it came out in 1982 but it sounds like something that will come out in the like the 2010s or the 2020s where it is really yeah. ahead of its time it has a it has the dubbing and then it has the old school reggae, but it's got a lot of synths and basses and stuff like that. So it sounds really futuristic in a way and it's really interesting. So I can't wait to talk about that because this one was just a new thing that I found on the fly. And it's very rare that I talk about an album that I just listened to. It's usually albums that I probably already listened to, but have not shared it with an audience. So this one's particular. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yes. 
as um and best part is there's really no lyrics so it's just instrumentals and i can i can talk about instrumentals all day <laughs> so that's let's see that's probably what i got yeah <laughs> i had another question and it just lost my mind oh no <laughs> i know i am a great interviewer. No, no you're, <laughs> you're good. You're good. I, I, I know we have been talking about all week of doing this or whatever. So I've been trying to yes. be prepared of like, okay, what kind of questions will he ask me? Some of them were unexpected and that was great. Um, but I was just like, I gotta say, you're very good at answering questions. Thank like you. you just thank you. Ask something and you're just right on it. Thank you. Thank you. I have been thinking about what I would say for like, you know, more than a week now, because I'm like, okay, I want to make sure I have my thoughts together, you know. Also, it's a good thing we couldn't do it last weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, because listen, I had a hangover, so. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, I, uh, spoiler alert, guys, I wasn't feeling good last weekend, and <laughs> My good friend Tammy here is very understanding. We rescheduled. Oh yeah, no, no. All, you know I can I can work around somebody's schedule because I'm pretty free flowing myself or whatever. So you know, hey, you wasn't feeling well. It is what it is. Yes, now I'm feeling great today. Yeah, no, you sound. And you're feeling good too. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I, you know, a couple hours ago I was out and and now I'm here. <laughs> Oh, are you stepping out? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I got invited out, so I went out, and honestly, I didn't, you know, and I've been talking about this for weeks with other people and just getting their feedback, but we have been talking about, like, how kind of, like, if you was the type of person to go out dancing and clubbing and stuff like that, like, after the pandemic and stuff like that, like, there's not a whole lot of people coming out like they used to, and you know, then there's like uh, sort of like uh, like this. Uh, gosh, I can't even think of the name, but there's like this. The club culture is kind of like it's kind of dying right now. It's changed, and um, I think a lot of people are going to go back to house parties because um, with house parties, you know, you don't have a whole lot of random people. You it's usually people you know who are at house parties. Everybody brings a bottle. You know, everybody brings something to eat. And then you don't have to right, do we, thing. We went to a couple uh, workhouse parties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. De yeah. Definitely workhouse parties. Halloween okay. parties. Oh, uh, yeah. Gosh. We were at the same one. Yeah. There was, <laughs> there was quite a few parties that we had went to and they were like a, a buttload of fun and stuff like that. So I enjoy both. Can I, there, can I tell them what your costume was? <laughs> You know what? And I get people that remind me about that costume all the time. I was broke Catwoman because my my, I, my I, Catwoman I, I costume. I can't tell you were broke. <laughs> it wasn't it just as like good Catwoman. as one of the other Catwoman costumes I've seen. I'm like, mine looks broke. <laughs> I was Wish.com uh, Loki. <laughs> yes, that's right. No, your costume was great. That was gosh, that was three years ago. Oh God! Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the costumes that night were really, really great. Yeah, there was a lot of cool costumes. I still have the photos. Yes, me too. Were you and, anything last year? What was it? I don't think I did anything for. No, I had to work. 
Oh, you had to work. So, okay. and I didn't go anywhere, like no parties. So I think I wore my Gengar hat at work. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Gengar the Pokemon. Okay. Okay. I, w- I was Velma last year. So that was a lot of fun. Let me hear your best Jinkies. Jinkies. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> Scooby Shag. I don't. She says Scooby really weird. Scooby Shaggy. You guys, what are you doing for a Scooby snack? <laughs> it's funny you said that because I, I do the doom scrolling where I'll start watching like reels or TikToks and just yeah. keep going. Yeah. And I saw this like trippy like like Shaggy was like it was an alternate Shaggy. And Scooby was talking to him. And he's like, why won't you talk in front of the others? He's like losing his mind. I'm like, what am I watching right now? I literally watched that like an hour before we got on here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Meat Canyon, this? was it? <laughs> no. Oh it's, my God. Meat so Canyon trippy. is wild. Right? I'm like, why did you? T- the, he takes it there and I love it. It's so grimy. The Taylor Swift stuff he just did is hilarious. Oh my gosh. I remember I, I watched... I think my favorite one was the McDonald's one that he had did. That was so creepy. The regular show one was creepy too. I was like, why did you take it? Oh there? my God. He took Where it he's there. like twisting his oh, like gumball thing. Yes. Like, oh yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Insult, <gentle. laughs> He's like, where do you take a take a gumball? <laughs> oh, so creepy. I'll get back to work. Yeah. He's Don't so tell the creepy. others. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> I know. The I, the, so and the good. art style, like everything's creepy. The way they talk, yes. the art style, like, yes. all creepy. Very creepy. I really enjoy, I really like cartoons that that take it there and stuff like that some kind of like some of the cartoons we kind of grew up with in the like 90s and 2000s or whatever where they took the animation to some like weird and wild places and they explored with like different mediums and stuff like that i i really yeah i enjoyed that kind of grimy kind of you know lowbrow dark humor that comes from like artists like meat canyon and some of the others it's, it's really fun to watch yes <laughs> oh yeah i love the different like out there stuff yes yes i i definitely do um i can't think of any other animators oh there's a uh, dubis goobis um he, i don't know if i'm familiar with that one i'll have to check him out oh my gosh his he has like these little two minute cartoons and he knows how to tell a joke like boom boom or whatever and his cartoons are like yeah. really like uh just like quickly drawn and very exaggerated and just really kind of like sketchy like a three-year-old did the sketches or whatever it's absolutely hilarious but uh he does this he has this cute version of like we need the poo or whatever where dubis goobis and we need the poo to where him and uh, Winnie the Pooh are interacting or whatever, and Pooh is so sweet and nice that you can't say no to whatever Winnie the Pooh is is asking for or whatever. Uh, like at one point, so they just like have to do what he wants. Exactly, like he just does whatever he wants or whatever, and he's you can't say no because he's so sweet. Um, but Dubis Goobis is probably one of my other favorite anim- animators on YouTube. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, I got to ask, mm-hmm. since we're talking about animation and stuff. Yes. Do, do you have a favorite anime? And a favorite anime? Listen. <sighs> Tommy, you don't realize what you you just unlocked. You just unlocked the Pandora's box. And we talk about anime all the time. Okay. Um. God. <laughs> there was surprisingly, when I was there at least, there was a lot of anime watchers on our, at our on our line at work. Yeah. Yeah. No. The the levels into which people um are into anime is crazy. Like I I remember you talked about like JoJo's a lot. Yes. You talked about JoJo's a lot. I finally watched a couple of episodes and I was like, oh. I was like, okay. I haven't gone back to watch any episodes um, in probably in the last couple of months. I'm watching bits and pieces because it is a lot. But I was like, okay, I see what everybody is talking about. I kind of, it's an acquired taste. Like if you're into it, you're into it. Is, it. For sure. And if you're not, yeah. it's just like you appreciate it. You're like, this is weird. Comes with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably like season six. The protect the JoJo protagonist is a female, the first female protagonist. Oh, Jolene. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's awesome. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna. I think to, you would like that season. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to definitely get into it. I'm gonna have to get into it. Definitely. Um, my favorite but, anime. But what is your favorite? My favorite. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, right off the top of my head, is. Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Shampoo. That is a great one. That's listen. People do. I. I. I will spread the gospel that is Samurai, Samurai Shampoo. Animation, great. Dub, great. Music, ah. Oh. oh, the music's on point. It's <laughs> amazing. Everything about that show is on point, and you only get that one season to really appreciate everything. And there is like, it was so good. It ended up having like a video game, a video game come out and it had four albums game? inspired by it. That is amazing. I did not know about the albums. I knew about the video game. Yeah. I think it's a fighting game, right? Yeah. 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 There, um, yeah, there was four albums that ended up, kind of coming out of it um i believe and it was just either music from the show or music inspired um by the show um for the producers uh for the music producers who worked on the show like fat john nujabes and some of the uh, some of the other people that worked on the music for the show um so samurai shampoo is one of them black lagoon is another one if you like violence if you like kind of like these existential philosophical like talks about what makes a good person what makes a bad person and what turns a good person into a criminal or whatever um black lagoon is definitely another one of mine the dubbing's great music's great the conversation that surrounds the show and it goes on for like i think two seasons and um it i think it has like a ova or something like that um that's another oh, great cool. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh God, like I love that show. Well, oh yeah, actually. Uh, recently? recently, 
Uh, I know it's probably uh, cheesy because everyone's like, oh, everyone likes that one. But I, I really love uh, Demon Slayer. Okay, yeah, I've heard a lot about that. Still haven't gotten to that one. <laughs> and I watched a really cool one on Netflix that I really liked called uh, Blue-Eyed Samurai. You would probably like it, I think. Oh, Blue-Eyed Samurai. Yeah, I have been seeing that. It's the, the lady? Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing that pop she, up on Netflix. It's very cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to definitely check that one out. Netflix has been going crazy with their little subscription service. I'm like, you guys keep bumping up the price, and I'm I'm going back to DVDs. <laughs> uh, well, Tammy, um, what, what? Why don't you leave a final message for my listeners, and tell them one more time where they can find you at? Um. Thank you so much for having me, Tommy, on uh, What the Culture, What the Creator. Um, My name is Tammy. I am the host, producer, writer for That's My Jam podcast. Um, You can find me on Spotify or Apple Music. I'm also on TikTok now. So if you want updates on when or what or when episodes are coming out, I am on TikTok at um, Jam with Tam Tam. Um, and, Very uh, cool. yeah, <laughs> um, but you just look up Tammy, that's my jam or whatever on your platforms or whatever, and just look for the little pink icon with the boom box on there. And that is me. If you like album reviews, and if you like to talk about pop culture, you want the meat and potatoes when it comes to your album review, then I'm am your girl. Um, it's fun. It's entertaining. It's unique. Um, and hopefully you will find something that you will like. Thank you very much, Tammy. It was a pleasure. It was an honor to have you here. I, I was looking forward to this and it was as good as I thought it would be. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. I'm, I'm glad to be part of this uh, experiment because when you say you wanted to put this on video or whatever, I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. You know, so um, I'm very honored to be the second yes. person for you to interview and stuff like that. I absolutely, absolutely love what you guys do on what the culture and stuff like that. And you just, y'all just really get into the nerd stuff. I really love, listen, nerds stand up, okay? And you guys are like the epitome of that. Everyone rise up. (laughs) We shall rise up and take over the mainstream. <laughs> well, thank you again so much, Tammy. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. I will post Tammy's uh links below where you can find her. And thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so thank much, you. Tammy. Bye. Bye.